Ewan McGregor promises Obi-Wan Kenobi won't look anything like the awful Star Wars prequels. Okay, uh, this article goes on to bash the sequels and also even more so bash the prequels by saying we love to complain about the Rise of Skywalker, blah, blah, blah. Nothing will ever beat the anger we collectively feel towards the Star Wars prequels. What? Who's we, dude? The ability to speak does not make you intelligent. I'm just going to pop up a little poll that I posted, so... I don't know who those we are, but anyways, uh, they say they're painful to watch and there's a reason why many Star Wars fans choose to skip them while binge-watching the movies in order, beginning instead with the impeccable Rogue One. The digital effects are partially to blame for the prequels being a total cinematic disaster, and now that Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen are getting the chance... Bro, the prequels were a masterpiece in their own time because of the technology that was revolutionary, and it's unfortunate that this person doesn't see that because they're undermining something that literally changed the way we play video games and the way we make movies today. Motion capture was created with Jar Jar Binks and Ahmed Best at the hands of ILM and pioneered by George Lucas who kept pushing the envelope. So it's unfortunate that this uh, reporter wants to, you know, report on such such things in such a limited knowledge manner, if that's even a sentence. But anyways, I digress. Onto the meat of the matter, in a Hollywood Reporter profile, McGregor recalls the horror of George Lucas piling unnecessary CGI into the prequels because Lucas loves technology and loves pushing into that realm. He wanted more and more control over what we see in the background. Right. And the actor agrees with fans that the visuals absolutely sucked. I'm gonna hold a poll. Do you think the visuals of the prequels for their time sucked? I thought they were quite revolutionary and... I mean, the fight with the Gungans and the Separatists were kind of a, a, the first time anyone ever did a massive battle like that. And, of course, as we learned today, you know, in, with the interview with Dennis Murin, uh, then it was later, you know, it was Middle-Earth, it was, it was Lord of the Rings, and so on and so forth, which really, Star Wars started everything off with that. The actor agrees with fans that the visuals really sucked, with Revenge of the Sith mostly consisting of blue screens instead of the detailed sets we love from the original trilogy. So this person needs to go watch the behind-the-scenes DVD, of uh, which you guys have seen with me, of all of the countless months, uh, years even, of all these professional artists making these beautiful 3D models of these sets, miniatures even, for when things could have been blown up, you know, just on screen. I mean... The fact that they would make these entire miniature sets uh, and then destroy them at the end of the day after filming just for, you know, one little shot is really highlighting the fact that George did use practical sets. But when it came time to using things that were maybe more efficient, such as CGI, you know, blue, blue screens and green screens, it would have had a much more realistic effect and a much more broad and grandiose flow and feel which is star wars it doesn't feel cramped and tight it feels very very expansive and very big and that's the point of star wars and with the new technology that came out in the prequels he was able to really exemplify that with the use of this technology so uh, he didn't have um whatever it's called it's not starcraft uh, um stagecraft that the mandalorian has now which he was really the one that was setting that in motion, in a sense, from the beginning. So, after three or four months of that, it just gets really tedious, especially when the screen, the scenes are, I don't want to be rude, but it's not Shakespeare, he said. There's not something to dig into in the dialogue that can satisfy you when there's no environment there. It was quite hard to do. So it kind of pains me that Ewan McGregor is saying such that, I mean, it seems almost like he feels maybe the prequels were are still hated on, and I hope 
that he knows how loved they are. I mean, just go on any YouTube channel and they're unanimously enjoyed by fans today because the ones who grew up with them were little kids. Like I was nine years old when episode one came out. Those people are old now. Like I'm 30, like I'm 31. So it's, it's, we, we are now the adults of that era that we grew up with the prequels and you know, whoever thought before that didn't like it. Those were maybe some of the older guys that grew up with the originals, but heck they're, <laughs> it's our time now, you know, and, and you might even say the same with the sequels maybe someday, but I guess we'll find out on that. When it comes to this, I just want to say that the technology that George had at the time was revolutionary, right? I mean, we were using, we, they were using technology that had never been done before. And George had this, in my opinion, pent up want of using this technology when it came to the originals in 1977 and then up until 83 with Return of the Jedi. He wanted to do so many different things. And as we also saw in today's interview with Dennis Murin, he said that George told him he got only 50% of the movie that he really saw in his head because of the technology that was out at the time. So for him to get access to all this stuff, it's like a little kid in a candy store and he has access to buy all the candy that he wants now. Whereas before he would walk by it every day and he couldn't afford anything. So maybe he did go crazy in a little few places, but who the heck are we to judge George Lucas on his own freaking movie? And as for Ewan McGregor saying that it was very difficult to act, you know, with just green screens or blue screens, I'm sure it was, but he did an amazing job as Obi-Wan Kenobi, and so did Hayden Christensen, and that's given what they were given in, you know, a, a, a basically a blue screen room. It is what it is, you know, at the time it was it was revolutionary, and now that we look back, it was obsolete. It's obsolete. And they don't really use that as much anymore. But it's really what set the tone for today's movie making and game making, and has really changed the world in a lot of senses. So I just wanted to talk about this article, and I think it was written quite poorly. I think it was written very biasedly, as most are, as all articles are. But I just wish the reporter would have done a little bit more research on all of the different things that went into making the prequels, and to not make such blanket statements as the prequels are universally hated, uh, especially you know, when comparing it to the sequels and saying that we all have to complain, but <laughs> nothing will ever beat the anger we collectively feel towards the Star Wars prequels. I mean, that's just BS. So anyways, that's what I think about that. I hope you guys have an awesome rest of your day. Go check out the bonus DVDs for the prequels because it'll really give you an understanding. And go watch it for the sequels too so you get an understanding of that too if that's your thing. I'll catch you later. May the force be with you. See ya.